Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We had some ugly games on Monday night, plus some big injury news that you're going to want to know next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers here to break down Monday's two games and some of the big news that could affect the waiver wire in your Week 16 odds. So first up, Buccaneers injury updates. We, we know that Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette all left Sunday's game with injuries. And at this point, what we know is that Chris Godwin is out for the season with a torn MCL. And ACL puts his availability for the 2022 season uh, into some question, you know, we're, we're talking about the middle of December. You're looking at, you know, six to nine week uh, month recovery process. So, you know, it could be that he's not fully ready for week one of last of next season. So that puts his uh, his future value in some question. He's also a free agent. So he faces an interesting question about whether he's going to be, you know, willing to take a, a one year prove it deal and find something bigger in the 2023 offseason, or if he's willing to settle for a lower term but longer value uh, type of claim. So it's probably more like a low-end wide receiver, too, if you had to rank for 2022 right now, uh, but potentially a good buy low for Dynasty because there is still, I think, room for him to be a very good fantasy option. We also had Leonard Fournette's hamstring injury that he left Sunday's game with. That injury isn't considered serious. However, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, he is expected to miss one or two games as a result of it, and that's not terribly surprising. He was ruled out very quickly from that, and that probably makes Ronald Jones the top waiver wire target for Week 16. He averaged 102 rushing yards per game in the four games that Leonard Fournette missed last season, uh, 18 fantasy points per game. We'll have our rankings for you on Wednesday since the we have the Tuesday night games, but I can say I would probably start Jones over Cordero Patterson and Ezekiel Elliott, two backs who have been causing a lot of headaches lately. So if you can get Ronald Jones, those would probably alleviate your headaches, at least for the time being, at least for week 15, possibly, or week 16, possibly for the championship game. He could be a league winner, Ronald Jones. And then it's worth mentioning that Austin Eckler and Travis Kelsey reportedly tested positive for COVID. Kelsey was added to the COVID list. Eckler wasn't. So that's interesting to see. We'll see what that looks like on Tuesday. But both of their week 16 statuses are up in the air at this point. However, the change in the COVID protocols uh, made last week by the NFL that make it a little easier to return to play, that does increase their chances of being cleared uh, for week 16, but obviously doesn't. Uh, make them a surefire thing. And then A.J. Brown was designated to return from the IR from that rib injury that he's been dealing with, a chest injury. They play on Thursday, the Titans do. That doesn't give him a lot of time to get up to full speed, but if he's out there in practice on Tuesday and Wednesday and he's cleared to play, I mean, A.J. Brown, he's been a must-start wide receiver basically the moment he stepped on the field last season. So I think you're going to have to view him that way, especially with wide receiver being pretty shallow. All right, let's move on to the games on Monday night. We had two of them, Browns-Raiders first off. And the thing about this game is because the Browns were missing so many players, you know, they were down to their third-string quarterback. They had multiple offensive linemen missing. 
there's not really much you can learn about it. And that's kind of true for a lot of the games that we saw in week 15. And I'll, you know, I'll, I'll paraphrase my, my colleague, Heath Cummings, who said on Monday's episode of fantasy football today on each on CBS sports HQ, that if this season has taught us anything, it's that you don't want to overreact to what you've seen in one game. Cause it doesn't necessarily translate to the next. That being said, I do think you can come out of this game looking pretty positively about Josh Jacobs. Look, this wasn't a good game for the Raiders offense. They did come away with the win on the last second last second field goal, but you know, it wasn't a great game. However, Josh Jacobs still had 94 yards. He still had three catches. So it came out to 12.4 PPR points. That's without a touchdown. So that's a pretty decent floor and the passing game involvement that he's had over the last handful of weeks really makes him a much better fantasy option than he was early on. He doesn't need to find the end zone to be worth starting. And then the loser, Derek Carr, I mean, 236 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He's been struggling of late. Four touchdowns over his past five games combined. I think he's really missing Darren Waller. I think he, he's been really quite mediocre since Henry Ruggs was uh, released. So it's going to be really hard to trust him. I, I don't think you can trust him as anything more than a low-end QB2 against a very good Broncos defense this week. And then we'll go on to the Vikings-Bears game, which was kind of a mess. There was a lot of sloppy play a lot of penalties on both sides of the game Vikings came out early and looked like they would be able to throw the ball at will and then they never really did the Bears were basically playing a skeleton crew on uh, in their defensive backfield so I'll start with the loser in this one that's got to be Kirk Cousins who threw for a career low 87 yards in a start still had two touchdowns one interception but he's got the Rams next week he hasn't been terrible Obviously, I mean, the, the touchdown interception ratio for the season is very good. But for fantasy, he's been a little middling and he's got a tough matchup against the Rams. I feel very iffy about trusting him for week 16 and a winner. I think, you know, Cole Komet had a nice game, six catches for 71 yards. But I think if you want to take a, a 30,000 foot view, I think Justin Fields has to be a winner from this one just because anyone who watched this game, and I think that has to include the people who make the decision for the Bears has to have come to the conclusion that Matt Nagy's time as the head coach for the Chicago Bears is done. Uh, there were just so many penalties, so much sloppy play. He got a, a personal foul for himself, Matt Nagy did, and it just it cost the Bears. There were a ton of turnovers, a ton of sloppy mistakes, and they just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. And for a team that you know is coached by a supposed offensive guy, the, the issues that this team has had uh, on offense are just too glaring to ignore. So Justin Fields, 2022, big-time breakout candidate. Hope they get a, a coach and an offensive coordinator who can make the most of his considerable skills and gifts. But right now, Justin Fields remains just a low-end fantasy option despite his rushing production. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>